Good election day morning, everybody. My name is Anthony Grossi. Welcome to your T1T and 5, and let's jump right into it. Facing a $45 million loss, Arizona will eliminate at least 21 full-time positions, plus freeze hiring on 15 additional positions. These moves are part of an effort to save $30 million in spending, which includes $3.6 million in compensation reductions, $8 million in administrative expenses, $5.2 million in support expenses, $3.2 million in operational and facility expense reductions, and $10 million through a debt restructure. In just 24 hours, supporters of Save Tribe Swimming pledged more than $2.5 million in donations with the belief that they can fund a majority of the William & Mary men's program expenses. A total of $3.68 million in pledges since September, coupled with the program's $3 million endowment, make STS executive board member and former Tribe Swimming student-athlete and coach Matt Crispino believe the program is self-sustainable, saying, quote, We surveyed everyone who had made an initial pledge to see what they could do over five years. We want to fund the program in the short term and strengthen the endowment over the long term to ensure the team can exist in perpetuity and be funded. So far, the response has been amazing. People are very eager to not only give, but give over an extended period of time. People have designated a willingness to put William & Mary Swimming in their estate plans as well, so we are very encouraged by the last 24 hours. The Aggie Athletic Foundation Board agreed unanimously to give half a million dollars in funding to support coaches and student-athletes at North Carolina A&T. AAF Executive Director Shamika Pyram saying, quote, We have experienced significant growth in both dollars raised and the number of donors supporting A&T athletics over the years. Early revenue projections predict the AAF will once again achieve more than $1 million raised for two consecutive years. The Pac-12 rolls out additional details of its testing plans ahead of football's return to the gridiron this weekend. Notably, once weekly PCR tests that will take place within 36 hours of kick or departure for the matchup, quote, any positive daily point-of-care antigen test must be followed by a PCR test within 24 hours, as well as, quote, point-of-care tests on game day results prior to contest. In return to action notes, Illinois football says there's no new positive test within its ranks after 14 student-athletes set out last Saturday's game against Purdue, seven of which were for contact racing. Saturday's Rice-UTSA football matchup in Houston will be open to limited family members only. Infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci predicts that limited capacity attendance at sporting events will persist into Q3 and Q4 of next year. Since BYU student-athletes don't have any athletic responsibilities on Sundays, the Cougars filed a waiver to not take off today for Election Day given Friday's high-profile matchup with Boise State, but the request was denied. BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo saying, quote, Everybody had good intentions. I don't think there's anybody that's going to argue with the fact that we can do more as administrators in college athletics. Thus, the legislation. I think most of the work has been done. Out of Bounds' Andy Wittry uncovers memos regarding NIL from 19 Division I conferences that were shared in August of 2019 with a Collegiate Commissioners Association before being passed on to an NCAA working group. There's a ton here, but the SOCON one stated, quote, Everything outside of paying student-athletes is already professional at the Power 5 level. By paying student-athletes, we will finally admit that we are pro sports. Given how institutions and coaches have profited from the NIL of student-athletes, there is conflict with values and principles already. It's why we are in this conundrum. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey stressed that any modifications to the rules considered by the working group be, quote, fully analyzed and approved by antitrust counsel before being shared with the membership or publicly. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Tuesday morning, November 3rd. I'd love to hear what you think about this show. You can let me know by replying to your D1Ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1Ticker. 
Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you this afternoon.